Welcome to Twig's SE Reflections. This is a podcast series meant for folks who are studying the somatic experiencing material laid out by Peter Levine. Can you say genius? Yes! Yes, I can! Genius! The dude's a genius! I'm not a genius, but I do have a name. It's Anthony Twig Wheeler, and I'm really keen on the learning community and the thoughts that we might all be able to do this better. I'm trying to share some of the ideas that I think about when I'm doing sessions so that you all can make your sessions better than mine. With that, let's talk about information scent. Back in December, I'm taking a run through Parque do Ibirapuera in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And it's it's holiday time, right? December, Christmas time. The city has erected a massive Christmas tree that they put on display every year. It's a kind of big metal concrete artistic kind of thing with huge fanciful ornaments and kind of Disney-esque characters all around the base of the tree. Out at one of the busiest intersections of the city, around the edge of the park, next to the big statue. It's a grand moment kind of place. Big energy, lots of buses, lots of tourism and, and whatnot. And I'm jogging through, you know? It's a sunny day and I've, I've had my work and this is my, this is my moment to get a little space in a big, hectic, loud place. And, and I'm taking the perimeter of the park and I come on this extra stuff with the Christmas tree and whatnot, and I notice a unique fellow. He's a painter, and there's a man painting, and he's painting, and he's like on the edge of a wide, grassy field, on the edge of some shade, but he's actually out in the sun. He's across the street, across the road, across the avenue, from this towering four-story Christmas tree. And this fella, is painting the scene. I mean, it's obvious. He's like one of those French artist kind of fellas, like out in open air painting. And I noticed him. Like he he was different. You know, everything else is school folks coming home and city buses going out and lots of traffic on the avenue and people going over to the Christmas tree and taking pictures and then all the normalcy of a busy park and a summer day. And this man painting at the edge of the green, 10 feet away from the road. And I, I kind of paused, I looked at him, I looked across over at him, I said, wow, that's different. I mean, he, look, he's kind of different. Well, Twig, he's not, he, he's, he might be kind of interesting. That's kind of what I thought, you know? And I, I, looked at, I looked at him from afar and I tried to get like a view, you know, like, is he, is he crazy? Is he somebody I could approach? Who is he, you know? And I, I saw that his canvas was a round canvas. It wasn't a square canvas. And I saw like that he had a bicycle next to a tree, leaning up against a tree. And I was like, you know, this, this might be my kind of fella. So, so I kind of, you know, gently find the right angle that I can approach him from afar. And I kind of approach and I ask him in, you know, my not so great Portuguese, you know, but I, but I ask, hey, you know, can I admire your work? You know, admirir su trabalho. And he, you know, very 
modest actually fella kind of steps back and, oh yeah please you know go ahead ahead and i i take a look at his canvas it's totally what you don't expect it's, it's a round canvas and it it is the scene but everything is just made a little bit different like the christmas tree isn't going straight up in a point it's actually twisted off in a curly q vortexy kind of thing and the tree isn't green it's orange and everything in the painting is offered up in this way that it's just that much different than kind of the scene as it is so i i definitely think oh my gosh like i've i found one of those interesting fellas that i can kind of engage in indeed we we stood there chatting for about 20 minutes very very nice conversation that I find myself still thinking about a month later. And inside of our conversation, Galeno, the artist, who had been trained in France as a painter and had been living and painting in open air in Sao Paulo for this last many years and such, he's got the goatee and everything, the hat, the whole bit. Galeno had a way of saying things, and one thing that he said was, only the difference can be seen. He said, only the difference can be seen. And, you know, we, we had to, like, from his Portuguese to my English to get that that's what he was saying in the poetic sense. What he was saying was, like, differences are what stands out. And when things become the same as everything else, you don't notice them. And, and you know, he kind of pointed to himself and he's like, you, you noticed me out here because I'm different, you know, like I'm, I'm, I look different than everything else that's here. And I stood out to you because of that. And, and in fact, I wasn't the only one noticing Galeno. Like I noticed that everybody walking past gave him a little bit of extra, hmm, what's going on there? Kind of curiosity. Only the difference can be seen. And, you know, I've, I've been holding that and thinking about that ever since. And it just makes me think a lot about information sent and our SE sessions and how every step in the right direction deserves a cheer and how mm, global kinds of things when everything is the same it makes it very hard for pendulation to happen so we're very interested in differentiation we're interested in differences you know our clients often you know they're they're telling us about being stuck about things not changing about things always being the same and so we get very interested in hearing or, or perceiving or looking for the opportunity to either notice differences in the pattern that already exists today. Or as, you know, person starts to kind of work on their stuff and things start to move to see differences show up in their lives in the future. Differences stand out. They're, they're uniquely interesting to us. And in the sense of information sent, you know, information sent, I don't know if you're kind of turned on to that, but it's the notion that animals in the wild, particularly predators, will randomly travel the landscape. They'll kind of like crisscross the landscape in a somewhat random pattern until they get some difference, some signal that says, hey, there's a potential reason to turn in this direction. For predators like canines, wolves, and coyotes, that scent, that new information, that difference is usually like a little scent, right? A little trail of a smell from another animal having crossed that place. That scent, that trail can be extremely faint. That signal of difference can be minuscule. But if it's a just noticeable difference, if it's a noticeable enough difference, then they will kind of turn their attention to that. And as long as the trail either stays the same or increases in intensity, like if they go four steps and find 
another little signal that the scent is stronger, then they'll continue on that trail. So they'll there's a little bit of a built-in logic to the process where you you continue on with things that are generally staying the same or getting stronger, but if it gets less, you kind of like hunt around for a moment to see if you can pick up where it might have gone. And if you can't find it, you abandon the chase and you become random again. So there's a kind of a conservation of energy. You're random until you get a little signal that says something's different. You follow that something different to see if it becomes more of itself. If it doesn't, you let it go and you go back to being random. If it becomes more of itself, you you know, you follow along with every new difference. So as you're, you know, in the sense of being a critter that's following along the landscape, if you're following along the trail and you come to a fork and the scent goes down one direction and it doesn't go down the other direction, you obviously take the one that goes down side with the scent. But that is a difference. That's like a new choice point. That's a new place of change. And those can happen all over the place. The scent can suddenly turn and you you know, you take it or you can, you know, I suppose eventually you can come on to the animal that actually is leaving the scent, in which case that's new information and you're going to behave differently there too, which is all to say, once you get on the trail, it doesn't just stay equal. It presents its own differences that you want to be attuned to as you go along. I was following information sent when I was engaging with Galeno on the park, right? At first, he stood out as different. His, just his presence there was different than everything else that was happening. That called my attention. And then certain like little pieces of information I saw by looking at him, looking at his posture, his round canvas and such, told me that he, oh, you know, this man's a little different. Then as I approached him, I was following different little pieces of information sent as we were engaging to see like how forthcoming he was with me, how interruptible he was, how really and truly, in fact, pleasurable it was to talk with him. Each of those steps were keeping me involved to where I ended up staying there for 20 minutes. We continued to linger on the trail because the little pieces of information lent evidence that we should continue in that direction. That's fun. (laughs) That's just fun. It's just fun. It's fun to meet somebody interesting, new that way. And it's fun to to realize that that's what we're doing so often in our sessions. You can be in almost any kind of conversation with clients, meaning that it could be an open conversation. You can be in a symptom-oriented conversation where you're very much talking about the symptom, the physical, emotional process behind the symptom. You could be in any kind of conversation, somatic investigation, and you're going to come across things that are more clinically relevant, that suggest something being a little bit different, that give you a signal, oh, pay more attention to this. Essentially, this is a step in the right direction and it deserves a cheer. And so you give it an appropriate amount of attention. You give it kind of a hmm, curiosity, lean in this, see if it goes further. Just as if you were following a trail down into something that might lead somewhere that yet you don't know, but because there's a little difference from the rest of the stuff that's happening, it often can tell you, oh, pay attention here and see where it goes. If the trail ever drops off, you just step back off into the open conversation or into the symptom conversation you're having before or whatever it might be, You just kind of let go from the tracking into the trail back out into the open zone. 
So what are the differences? What are the things in a session that stand out? I'm sure the list goes on, but I have a little list, things that I think about. When I see these, I start to think, oh, I'm going to lean into these a little bit more. If I see any increased spontaneity, any sign of efficacy, person says, I can, I did, the increased sense of capacity or an expression of capacity, momentum, any kind of sense of increased momentum or ease, oscillation or pendulation, any kind of change between two things that are related, you know, it becomes more, becomes less, becomes less, it becomes more, any increased sense of rhythm, right, in the timing of the back and forth between me and my client and the, in the sense of rhythm in their voice, any increased engagement, like they start engaging me more, like I'm like, oh, little trail coming up here. Oh, something different. Oh, something to lean into and see how far down this trail we can go. So any increased participation, like client is sitting out of their chair the whole session, and then I see them allow a little bit of relaxation into the back of the chair. And that's that's like a information scent, you know, that's something to pay attention to. That's like, I want to turn my attention there, of course how much I reflect it is a real critical issue because if I try to reflect it too much, could send that person who's been holding themselves for the last 50 minutes right back into holding themselves. So you got you to gotta look for the right amount of engagement. But any increased participation, increased allowance from a client, I am, I'm thinking, oh, that's a little trail to be curious about. Increased patience, yeah? Like when a person kind of settles into the fact that this is what's happening, whether that's on the broad scale the you know of their lives or the immediacy of this is the moment that they're feeling and we're going to wait until we see what happens next if they give it that little bit of patience little extra patience i do something i don't i don't i'm not exactly saying what i do cuz sometimes i say all right it's a little easier to kind of just give it some space other times i say hmm both of those are some kind of reflection to say we're going in the right direction here. Noticing of differences, when, especially when a client says, oh, it's this way, it's turned to that way, or, oh, usually it's like this, but it's not like that this time. Any kind of commentary on differences, I'm like, ooh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to information sent that one out. I'm going to notice how far I can get that to cultivate itself more, express itself more. The emotional spark that's a line that, that Steve taught me in my original training. I think it's a perfect way to see that sometimes you'll be moving along with somebody and conversation, feeling state, whatever, and there'll be just like a spark of extra interest that kind of indicates their emotional tone has gotten turned on to that. And when you see that, when I see that, like that's, that's like the start of a trail that kind of like, huh, that caught your attention huh, how so? What could you say more about that? Except, of course, those reflections. You know, you might say one time, hey, what do you know about that? And other times you might be like, hmm. So as to notice the range of how much you reflect when you're walking down these new trails. And then, of course, curiosity. I mean, curiosity is the, it's, it's what keeps the oxygen in the room. And any sense of increased curiosity gets a certain kind of like, ooh, that's special. And in a way, when you're thinking about folks with nervous system, neuroception, heavy overlay of 
incomplete self-protective responses from past dangerous experiences, when you get this kind of sense of like, oh, trauma kind of keeps people stuck, what you see is that everything kind of gets homogenized and, and, you know, kind of repetitive and less nuanced. When you start seeing change, when you start seeing differences, when you start seeing something that stands out, that that is interesting. Not in the sense that that is then the end answer, like we've already achieved the goal. We might have to walk down a trail that develops as that emotion develops, as that sense of permission develops until the next thing can happen, until the story of expressing my efficacy in this dangerous time is able to kind of like come through and balance out the the frightfulness that comes along with remembering a time when I was challenged. All of that indicates that the trail has to be followed. You have to kind of approach it at the right pace and pattern and help bring it out. And of course, there's nuance to that. On the way there, I'll just lean on the idea that it's true. Differences stand out and some of them really deserve our attention. Thanks, Galeno. Foi um grande prazer. Only the differences can be seen. We only notice the differences. We notice things when they're different. We want to notice things when they're different, especially our clients, when things have been stuck and everything feels like it's always the same. Way interested in differences. And who knows where these trails might lead. Might be a rabbit down there somewhere. Hey, look, if you want to track your way into more information from me, you can follow The Scent at my website, liberationispossible.org backslash se reflections. Or look for my services, huh? My workshops, consultations, fun stuff like that. I'd love to meet you there.